With a country divided, the republic at risk, and morality being redefined, it's time to gather around the campfire, get back to basics, and spark the revival that this country so desperately needs. This is the American Campfire Revival with Kirk Cameron. Our Father in heaven, you have such a powerful name. Your name is so powerful and so holy that uh, godly Jewish people will not even spell the whole word because they have such reverence for your name. Jesus, you came down. Uh, you brought heaven to earth in your, in your very self. And you're the fulfillment of all the hopes of the world. What a powerful name, what a beautiful name. And we wanna call ourselves followers uh, of that great name. Teach us your ways and we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. I, I think this is, uh, this is really wonderful. This is so great. I had a good friend who came over and we sat by this same campfire here this morning and we just kind of discussed the events going on in the world and, and he said something really great. I thought about it all day. He said, you know, when, when you are, are buried in the ground on your tombstone, if you could have anything in the world written on it, what would you want written on it? I mean, just anything. I mean, like literally anything. Anything you wanted written on your tombstone, what would it be? And, and he said, I'd like what Enoch had. He walked with God. If, if that's true of you and of me, you walked with God. She walked with God. I mean, what else, what else could we want? I mean, if, 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 if I can walk with God, then I can talk with God. If I walk with God, then I can hear from him and follow him. He can lead me in the right way. And all I have to do is, is, is just be in step with God. And come hell or high water, come, come success or disaster, he's with me. That's what I want. I want to walk with God. And I want to learn how to do that better. Hey, I've got a great topic for us to talk about tonight, and that's, and that's education. I think if, if, if any of us are, are, are really thinking deeply about how we got into the place that we're in in our country, it has a lot to do with what our kids are learning in school and what they've been taught in school for the last 40 years, 50 years, maybe 100 years. What our kids learn in school is what, is what captures their heart and mind, and it's what they become about when they get older. And early America had a whole different concept of education. In early America, they never would have dreamed of the government running the curriculum and printing the textbooks and deciding the morals of our kids and teaching them things like uh, science and economy and politics and social studies apart from the great intellectual, moral, spiritual, economic, and political textbook given to us by God, the Bible. And so I wanna just take five minutes here and, and just share with you out of the American Covenant, the untold story, a little about, about early American education. They understood that, that a successful nation would need to be founded upon private education. 
And by private education, that didn't mean some elite, expensive uh, school that only rich people could attend. No, it meant that it was personal, it was private. It was, it was meaning I have a personal, private interest in educating my children in the right ways. And this private education was in the home, it was in churches. It was in the home and it was in churches. And then occasionally there would be a township place where everyone in the community community could come for some of that education, but it was always parent-led and and Bible-based. That was absolutely essential, super important. It was personal, family, and church responsibility. It wasn't state government responsibility. Remember, in, in early America, the early settlers understood about government tyranny. The government would simply teach an education to our kids that would serve their purposes, not the family's purpose, not the church's purpose. So this was a family, private, church responsibility, and they all worked together. And uh, the early founders established hundreds and hundreds of private schools and private colleges, and most of the colleges were all built in order to train up ministers for the ministry so that they would be well-educated in politics, in, in uh, economics, in history, in agriculture, in spiritual matters, intellectual and moral matters. This is what early education was all about, and it was all private, in the home and in churches. And it was the secret, the secret of early American success. Hey guys, it's Kirk here. Did you know that another option to traditional insurance even exists out there? I get that it may come as a surprise since we're so conditioned to think traditional insurance is our only option, but that's simply not true. My family has been using Christian healthcare ministries over the last several years, and I cannot recommend them enough to other like-minded believers looking to do things differently than what we've been told to do. CHM is the faith-based alternative to insurance. And most importantly, with CHM, we know that our money is going to help other fellow Christians when they're in need. And this is how we like to steward our dollars when it comes to healthcare. Are you tired of your healthcare the same old way and want to do things the better way? I highly recommend you start by checking out CHM and see if this is an option that could work for your family's healthcare. It does for ours. It's not harder, but it's different in the best way. Learn more today by visiting chministries.org forward slash Kirk Cameron. Again, that's chministries.org forward slash Kirk Cameron. They understood how important it was, and they took 150 years and invested in teaching through Christian schools in, in the home and in the, in, uh, in the churches and in the communities, the principles of the Bible, the art of self-government, and learning how to reason in every area of life. And this was done by both rich and poor people. Didn't matter how much money you had, everyone understood the key, the secret to the success of the nation. It would be in understanding the moral values of, of, of heaven, teaching those to our kids, and then understanding that that primary textbook for uh, American education, the Bible, was not just 
useful for spiritual and moral matters, it was also essential for political and economic matters, for, for relational matters, for historical matters. God's word has lots to say on all of these things. One of the great tragedies of what's going on in our culture today is that the public school uh, system became more and more godless, more and more secular, more and more about values that contradict what God says in the Bible about the importance of the home, the, the, the personal self-governing principles, the importance of the church, and then began to get away from those things and replace those things with new values and philosophies and worldviews. And effectively what's happened is that over the last 150 years, the public schools have vaccinated our children against what, what the secularists would see as the infectious disease of biblical moral values and inoculated them against the good values of heaven, the good moral virtues that create the kind of people with free hearts that can free the world from the bondage of guilt and shame caused by sin and tyranny caused by power-grabbing governments. They inoculated and vaccinated kids against these things because they saw it as bad and wanted to replace it with their own values. And we know that that's not going to be fixed by just allowing a few little prayers here and there. We're seeing now that, that pluralistic prayers, uh, kind of an anything, you go, anything goes idea about who God might be, ends up with people in high places praying uh, uh, in the name of, of false gods and also ending their prayers with amen and a women or a, amen and a woman. No, we need a complete change of philosophy in our education with our kids and, and a change of leadership. It needs to come back to the leadership of you, mom, and you, dad. It needs to come back to the leadership in our homes and in our churches and in our communities with parents who have the primary responsibility to teach our kids, God says that, in charge of our kids' education, using God's perfect, all-sufficient, and powerful word in the Bible as the foundation of our intellectual insights, our moral foundation, and our spiritual guide for our children. We need to get back to that if we wanna see revival and a rebirth and a refounding of America on the principles that made her so great in the first place. You know, it's easy for us to sit around and complain about the educational system, but the real question is how many of us are willing to sacrifice the time and personal finances to invest in the right kind of education for our kids? And there are, are people out there who are sacrificing in order to provide that. We first need to believe it's important and then, and then invest and lean in with our time, and our relationships and our resources to invest in the education of our children and our grandchildren who are coming up after them. If we really are serious about wanting to see a revival of the goodness and the greatness and the godliness of our country, let's pray. Father, you are the great teacher. 
Lord, you are the great economist. You are the great political leader. You are the great historian because history is really your story. You are the great author of the scriptures which inform us on all these things. Forgive us, Lord, for neglecting it. Forgive us, Lord, for allowing others to marginalize your word and take over the education, which is the discipling of our children. And God, we ask you to put a burning passion in our heart and revive within us an understanding of the importance of educating our kids in your ways. Help us to train them up in the way they should go so that when they're old, they'll not depart from it. Oh God, without you, we're lost. Give us a revival in our hearts and our homes and across this nation. And we ask this in the powerful, in the wonderful and the beautiful name of Jesus, amen. Hey, I love these sessions together with you. Uh, I encourage you to pray for one another. Uh, I find this all so encouraging and uh, people all across uh, the, 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 the press, people in churches are hearing about our time together and, and counting on God working in the hearts of his people to bring about a difference in our nation. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the American Campfire Revival Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. If you'd like to learn more and join the movement, visit KirkCameron.com.